You're listening to Moonbase Theta Out, Remixed, a reimagining of Season 1. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting. This is Roger Bogato Fisher, Communications Administrator for Moonbase Theta. The date is October 13th, 2098. The time is 522. Current temperature is 25 degrees centigrade. Surface temperatures are around 113 degrees. Ten weeks until base shutdown. I would like to start this week with an apology. Looking back at my report of October 6th, it's obvious that I crossed some lines both in my response to the issue with the stasis pods and in the uh, tone of my commentary on the crew's internal messaging. As indicated, in both cases, I let my professionalism lapse, and I greatly regret my overreaction. I reviewed your memo with the active crew members, an internal audit of all the data related to uh, recent astronomical discoveries, as well as a report on shutdown sequences that have fallen behind schedule have begun. We understand that any inaccuracies could result in changes in crew task assignments, including the decision to send personnel to stasis earlier than planned. These reports will now be the priority of all staff until completed. Uh, Operations, other than those referred to above, continue within acceptable levels, as per approved base guidelines certified by current management on September 11th of this year. Power levels are optimal on local supply. Our fluid state helium-3 stores are at 18% currently. Mining operations had to relocate after exhausting their accessible supply of lunar regolith, but they are back up to full operation. Water supplies are stable. Agriculture has indicated that our stores exceed any forecasted needs through the remaining shutdown schedule. Maintenance says that with your approval, our ice mining equipment could be decommissioned and the resources reallocated. Food stores are more than sufficient. Uh, The crew has expressed universal gratitude for the renewed supply of snack items. We were all down to single squares of dairy milk per day. Now that's been up to half a bar, and I'm seeing a lot more smiles around the dining cubicle. All experiments are now marked as completed, and all data logged. All extant subjects have been, um, removed, or placed in the laboratory stasis chambers. The only exception is the tardigrades. Wilder had to rig up some extra space for them due to the significant increase in size from original estimates. You may wish to confirm back on Earth with Dr... Sorry, sorry, a little quake there. Knocked out our power for 10 or 15 minutes. We usually aren't affected much by moonquakes. We're solidly installed within the most stable junction of the lava tubes. But, uh, well, there has been some readjustment as they move the larger mining machinery. We'll provide a full uh, report, including seismic analysis. Initial estimates are a 3.1 Richter K class of, um, I think, 8? Still feeling the aftershocks now and then. (laughs) Uh, Operations. Um, I think I covered everything. We've decommissioned and sealed off 82% of unnecessary station space, including all the unused crew quarters and laboratory spaces, except as mentioned above. Monitoring continues on the stasis pods, with the variations reported previously and analyzed. Again, uh, allow me to apologize for my previous lapses. And again, your requested review and reporting is underway, to be provided at our next possible broadcast date.
your patience and consideration are appreciated. Um, moon base theta out. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The dates, October 20th, 2098. The time, uh, we're at nine weeks. Nine weeks until shutdown. Base operations are on an even keel. Helium-3 is increasing steadily water and power. We control most of the water and all of the power. Food? We're doing okay. Shutdown sequences are on schedule. Mostly on schedule. The reports you've requested previously are complete and will be appended to this broadcast. Two days ago, we received a broadcast from an unauthorized source. A rogue satellite apparently launched with the purpose of coming within short-range communications distance of our network. Ashwini was tracking it as an unidentified object. We didn't even know for some time that it was sending. The frequency used isn't typically monitored. <sighs> the message was not encrypted, and it's fairly brief. I'll patch it in here. Good morning, occupants of the moon. This is Madi Sarah, leader of the Three Rivers Cooperative Community. We're a humanitarian enclave, originally founded under UN leadership when there was a UN. We've managed to avoid corporate ownership from then to now, which is both a blessing and a curse. We're not the only freehold left to welcome the stranger, but as far as we know, we're the largest left standing. While we stand. It's getting harder and harder down here, what with all the intramural squabbles between the major players. I'm sure you've seen the pattern. You must see halfway to God from where you're sitting. The coastal enclaves are constantly moving inward as the waters rise, annexing land wherever they can grab, making backroom coalitions. Zhengzhou, Shanghai, Philadelphia, D.C., Rio, Sao Paulo, it's all the same dance. They conglomerate, strip the land down to the bedrock, then look for the next green pasture. It's getting to where they're all going to meet in the middle, and anyone left who's unincorporated will get squeezed out. There are still pockets here and there, where we don't have enough of what they need, resources or money to spend. But few places will take our coin and it's not easy to raise your own crops. All the seed has that fertilizer lock built in and won't grow without it. And the water. We all know what's upstream. Messaging is pretty well locked down. We can't reach the other independents. We can't reach the supporters we might have inside the system. What we can still do is reach the moon. There's an old launch site. You don't need to know where, but we've got access and a bit of old tech and... Well, if it all works out, you're hearing this message. This SOS. The moon bases took their crew from every part of the world, every corporate enclave. All we ask is that you reach out, back to where you're from, and send them word. We're still here, though we don't know for how long. 
send help. We need critical actions, rebellious thoughts, grassroots efforts. As long as someone lives outside the walls, they'll need the support. I don't know what life looks like on the moon, but here, it's not good, children. We're counting down. The sender does not seem to be aware that the bulk of the Moonbase program is already decommissioned and the personnel returned to Earth. The events they report haven't shown up on the recognized news feeds, and all corporate enclaves dedicate a 10% tide to humanitarian efforts. It seems unlikely that they would not find the help they need. There has been discussion among the crew, as to the proper response. We assume the broadcast must be some sort of test. A crude fiction? Or a joke gone awry? <laughs> as such, we leave it in your hands. Personal message to follow. Alexandra, I... Hope this finds you well in body, heart, and mind. It's been hard to imagine what life is like down there right now. What it'll be by the time I come back to you. I've been away for far too long. But however I find you, wherever you are, that's always going to be my world. I love you. Best to Cass and Paul. Moonbase Theta. Out. Broadcasting. Roger Regrado Fisher. Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is October 27th, 2098. The time is 812. Current temperature is 25 degrees centigrade. Surface temperature is minus 167 degrees. Eight weeks remaining. We have received your amended list of shutdown instructions in response to reports provided and the updated needs of the Earth-bound enclaves. Monitoring of the telescopic arrays and space-proofing base areas for potential future use are now downgraded, as are any non-essential repairs. Efforts will be concentrated on increasing mining production, with the Intermediate Supply Rocket, due on November 9th, fully allocated to retrieval of Helium-3 stores. Offload of the personal stasis pods is postponed. These instructions have been noted to all staff and logged. Operations will be adjusted as per the new requirements. Water supplies are stable within tolerance levels, a slight unidentified reduction that Wilder is tracking down. Power levels are optimal. Helium-3 stores are currently at 43% in the base storage tanks. Refocusing on Helium-3 mining as requested will require the following reallocation. All ice mining equipment will immediately be converted. Additional power lines will be transferred. An additional chamber will be opened for Regoliath processing. Personnel will be reassigned as follows. Wilder, already at 90% on mining-related supervision and mechanical. Ashwini will move to 70% allocation in processing and quality control. Nessa will focus at 70%, starting with the decommissioning of the ice mining operations. And my time will be allocated on an increasing basis after I compile the additional reports you've requested. 
Michelle, of course, has your separate instructions and will act on with whatever those might be. In your list of materials for station retrieval, I noted that you've deleted references to experimental paraphernalia and the genetic archives. Well, for the experiments, data is generally sufficient, and would have saved us quite a bit of trouble with the tardigrades, the archives are another issue altogether. I took over their management when biologist Austin went into stasis, and have become well acquainted with the collection since then, rotating through the samples checking the DNA for viability. I don't think you know... just what you've got here. 913 samples of animal species and subspecies, 410 of these now extinct. The hawksbill turtle, eastern lowland gorilla, red pandas, 643 samples of vegetative material, over half extinct or mutated beyond recognition. Golden seal, ginseng 42, every cultivar of the modern banana. These were provided decades ago. They're clean and viable copies. And that's not even counting the genetic breakthroughs we've made in experiments performed on base. Look at the records. Look at the reports. I think you're underestimating the revenue potential in retrieving this material, as well as the moral responsibility in our role as archivists. I'm happy to provide further information, additional examples. Just let me know. All crew members have read your response to the unauthorized message we received and provided last week. As instructed, I am reading it into the record here. <sighs> the broadcast by the so-called leader, Madi Sarah, was nothing but a prank by rogue elements attempting to stir up unrest. The claims made are provably untrue. If there are further communications, you are instructed to disregard and not to disseminate in any manner. The crew of Moonbase Theta acknowledges these terms and signs off as such. Your guidance in these matters is always appreciated. Though, I must admit, some context would also be appreciated. Not questioning your decisions here, just to save time in the future. A word to the wise and any related idioms. Personal message to follow. Alexander, I'm starting to count down to when I'll see you again. Is there anything you need me to bring home? Milk? Dog food? I can get a good deal on helium isotopes. I hope you are well. I know I say that a lot, but... I love you. Home soon. Be well. Moonbase Theta, out. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bogato Fisher, Moonbase Theta. It's November 3rd, 2098. The time is 2013. Base temperature is 24 degrees centigrade. Surface temperature is minus 135. We are at seven weeks to shut down. <sighs> Base operations are stable. Power is keeping up with additional needs. Water supplies are steady again. Food stores and miscellaneous supplies are sufficient for the remaining schedule. Helium-3 is at 62%, which we are aware is below projected levels. There have been problems. <coughs> Personnel have been relocated as per my previous broadcast. Ashwini and myself have been clearing the backlog in processing and storage. Wilder has continued to expand and supervise the mining. The 
mechanical aspects. Michelle has acted in what has mostly been an observational capacity. Nessa... Nessa is... Agriculturist Nessa Chong is... is no longer an active part of the crew. This is due to an accidental... due to a failure of... Water supply and distribution falls within the heading Agriculture and Environmental Services. Nessa was always a backup supervisor for the ice mining operations. As such, they were assigned to complete the decommissioning of those operations. So the equipment could be applied to increased HE3 mining efforts. At 10.13, yesterday morning, Nessa and Wilder were clearing out the chamber with our tunnel boring machine to allow them to turn around equipment more quickly. Nessa had left the control pod to check a mark they'd placed when the wall beside them cracked and half of the chamber caved in. The debris was... By the time they they were pulled out, Michelle assisted. They'd been observing nearby. But by the time they were clear, this was... Everyone was working under appropriate safety protocols. Nessa had memorised them before joining the duty roster. They quoted them to the rest of us constantly during changeover. It was completely accidental. It also appears to have been unrelated to the quakes we'd experienced recently. I don't see any benefit in blaming Wilder. Their cybernetics are the only reason they survived. Nessa will be sent down on the next scheduled supply rocket. Please inform their parents and children. A memorial will be planned here for next week, if you would like to have anything read. I don't think it's right what's been done with it. I was outvoted. Instead of using Nessa's allocated stasis pod, the... The remains have been stored outside the station. I think they hoped that out of sight would mean out of mind. However, when you pull up the external monitors, you can just see the corner of the body bag. The way it sways. It's hard to stop looking. I am told that mining activities will resume tomorrow morning. Supplies should exceed 80% in time for transport. On a final note, uh, Shwini has predicted an increase in solar flare activity over the next two weeks. This may affect scheduled broadcast times. Please refer to the attached report for alternatives. Personal note to follow. To be directed to the family and friends of agriculturist Nessa.
you know who to send it to. I... I don't have words, really. We're all... Your loss is our loss. There are... It, it was... We wouldn't have any of this without them. I promise. We'll see them safely home. Second personal message. Alessandri. Love and thoughts to you. I'll explain next time. Moonbase Theta out. Broadcasting, this is Roger Brigado Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is November 10th, 2098. The time is 2345. Temperatures are with an average for light phase. Six. Six weeks left. Six weeks and counting down. I'm taking a break to send this before we move the helium storage tanks back underground. Your message was fragmented and took some time to piece together, but the gist was received that the rocket has been delayed due to the same solar flares we were warned of a week ago. We'll proceed to the backup plan for the next week, November 17th. Ashwini has confirmed that, based on their analysis, the flares should be diminishing by that time. Helium-3 storage tanks will be at capacity. Please be sure to inform Ness's family of the delay. I did review your questions regarding last week. I'll answer only for myself. I did not witness any of the initial events personally. I was on my free shift inside the base, assisting Ashwini. When the emergency alarm sounded, we ran for our suits in the airlock, but by the time we made it to the mining tubes, Wilder was ordering us back for safety's sake. Michelle felt the need to echo that order, as if we'd as if there were any need for their presence at all. Why were they even... Everywhere they go, they're in the corner observing. Not assisting, not participating, until something's already gone wrong. What do they add to this process? There's five extant crew members. What essential service do they provide? Four. Four crew members. Wilder ordered us back. I didn't even see anything. I thanked them for that after. That was my entire experience of the events until... until Nessa was recovered. I don't believe anyone will be providing a full moment-by-moment report. Wilder has already supplied the details they were able and is currently recovering from injuries suffered during the... Event. Incident. Accident. What I can provide, the following was my contribution to the memorial we held on the surface two evenings ago. When I think of Nessa Chong, it's not as my friend, though they certainly were. Without their friendship, the moon would have been so much colder. I don't think of them as my colleague, though without them, particularly in recent weeks, 
the project would have fallen to pieces. Not even as the bright, enthusiastic novice I met during our training cycle on Earth, though I was impressed by their brilliance and energy then. I remember Nessa surrounded by growing things. Not because that was their job. It was more of an extension of their personality. I remember Nessa as a growing thing, dug into the soil, arms spread like branches to embrace as much of life as they could possibly hold. I remember Nessa as life, green and vibrant, drinking deep and sending goodness through the air. It's a known fact that all the energies in our bodies belong to the universe, originated in the stars, and return there as we drift apart. I found a poem I wanted to read, written by Rainer Maria Rilke, but somehow direct from my heart. Do you still remember falling stars? How they leapt slantwise through the sky, like horses over suddenly held out hurdles of our wishes. Did we have so many? For stars, innumerable, leapt everywhere. Almost every gaze upward became wedded to the swift hazard of their play, and our heart felt like a single thing, beneath that vast disintegration of their brilliance, and was whole as if it would survive them. Personal message to Alessandre. I didn't receive anything from you this week. It must have been sent, just technical difficulties. I'm sure an engineer will understand. I don't know how much anyone tells you from the company or otherwise, but up here we suffered a great loss. Someone who made this a better place to be. The moon, the world, the universe. I wish you'd had the chance to know them. I wished they'd had the chance to know you. For you do just the same to my world. I love you so much. If they'll allow it, please visit the Chong family and tell them. Give them my thoughts. Moonbase Theta, out. Broadcasting, this is Roger Brigado Fisher, Communications, Moon Base Theta on the Moon. It's November 17th, 2098, 618 Standard Time. We are at five weeks before shutdown. Your latest has come through, fragmented in parts and with some significant dropouts. It seems strange that the flares would still be affecting communications on Earth when the interference from our position has passed. However, I believe we received the essential information. Confirming what I understand from your instructions is that the scheduled, amended, scheduled, supply rocket is no longer coming at all. Not a delay, but a cancellation. All noted resources and personnel will be retrieved at station shutdown. Sufficient transport will be provided at that time. We are to continue processing helium-3 as a primary focus and topping up permanent storage. Additional shipping tanks will be provided at shutdown. Non-essential resources, including scientific paraphernalia, 
personal items and the genetic archives will not be allocated space for retrieval. I'm sure the delay is necessary to ensure a safe and profitable result. Make sure you mention that to agriculturalist Chong's family. Base operations are within acceptable levels. Helium-3 stores are at technically 100%, I suppose. Water is stable. Power is stable. Rations and supplies are stable. Personnel, not so much. Wilder has thrown themselves back into the mining operations. You'll be glad to hear that. They've got one working leg, one working eye, and a fairly ominous tick somewhere in the mechanism every time they straighten their arm, but they're working double, sometimes triple shifts. Ashwini has done almost the opposite, retreated into their observatory, but with none of the feeds turned on. I think they're drunk as well, though I couldn't begin to tell you on what. Maybe they found a corner store that delivers. I'm considering raiding their stash. I don't even see the point of talking to you about Michelle. They're the same today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. I'm sure their report will be attached. Myself, I've been reading, playing sense rounds, doing my job. I've spent a lot of time up on the surface of late. Not for my duties, but it helps to stare out into space. Helps to think somewhere out there might be... You're going to hear about an incident. I don't debate any of the details. Ashwini suggested this team-building exercise that Nessa used to organize to bring us together. It did do that, decidedly, for Michelle and I. The bruises are flowering nicely, so yes, that's where we are. The rumors aren't helping either. It's funny how four people on a moon base where the company authorizes all communication up and downstream, word still gets around. We're hearing that you've got big problems down there. That the hands on the wheel keep swapping places that you can't hold the land you've taken. We hear you weren't able to track down that Three Rivers freehold, and it's not the only one by a long shot. I don't know why I'm being this candid. Maybe this won't even get to you. Maybe you're too busy to listen. Maybe I'm hoping you'll come up to try to stop me. To my husband, Alessander. Your message came through this week, and it was so good to hear your voice. Plus, what sounded like 101 puppies. Watch out for old women in fur coats. I hope Cass and Paul are getting some rest. I hope you're getting some rest. I hope everything there is... Keep it together, okay? Stay close to home. Work the garden. Stock up the pantry. Keep safe. I love you. Moon Base Theta. Out. Broadcasting, broadcasting, I'm gonna broadcast. Is this? Oh, shit, it's on. Um, I'm Roger, uh, Roger Bragato Fisher, uh, communications, Moonbase Theta, on the moon. Oh, 
it's um, it's November twenty six. Um, yep, uh, four weeks to shutdown. <coughs> I've been awake for forty nine hours now, monitoring all transmission frequencies at your service, so I don't miss your message. I don't know if it's a solar flares or a satellite gone the screwy, but no word has come through. I could really use a coffee the size of my head and a nap. I could actually make a coffee that size. Okay, several coffees together would sort of be the equivalent, but however, caffeine seems to have stopped working at this point, so I don't know if it's going to make any sense to do that. Nor has lowering the standard base temperature or just wearing skivvies and a t-shirt. And I'm only moments away from attempting that thing with the, the cartoons with the toothpicks and the eyes. Oh, oh. Of course, what would make this all significantly easier is if the microwave communication towers were in operating condition. <laughs> then I could just patch through to the close side network that's closer to you and, you know, have options. I've just checked that outstanding request again, which I have submitted to management four separate times, and it still shows as pending. Of course, if there's no incoming message by the next scheduled broadcast, we're... We, of course, have the option of base emergency communication procedures. You know what those are, right? Of course you do. You wrote them. <laughs> I go on an inspection tour of the microwave tower network outside, outside of the base. Right, the report. Uh, operations are dandy. Uh, generally, uh, thanks to Wilder, uh, Helium-3 is now at 132% which looks a little weird. We should probably adjust that to account for combined storage. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, ooh, uh, you know, uh, water is wet. Power hurts when you touch it. We've got food, uh, but I seem to be the only one eating. Uh, I actually haven't seen Ashwini or Wilder in the last few days. I do hear their voices from time to time. Uh, Mitchell I've seen. Uh, we've been talking quite a bit. Uh, I might be turning around on old Mitchell, if I can trust them. Um, but I, I know you know that I know that you know that I know that. Um, we had a fight last week. They made a disrespectful comment. <clears throat> or what I thought was just, you know, about the remains. I may have misunderstood Asatru customs about hammers. Easy mistake to make. But we talked it out finally. I still think they're a scoundrel, professionally, of course. But they explained that they have feelings for Nessa. Or <laughs> turns out, dump them big time. I mean, <clears throat> I gotta respect that. Oh, once they got loose a little, though, um, they... They did confirm some of the rumors going around. Don't tell them I said anything. Um, I guess that's a breach. Uh, but again, <laughs> come up here and stop us. <laughs> no, not really. Don't, don't. Come. I mean, yes, we. It's we need to get home. Um, things down your way sound like they're one hell of a mess, huh? Ooh, that broadcast from the freehold, huh? <laughs> How many of those are going around? M Mitchell says at least a dozen. But I guess you can't quash it all when you're fighting takeovers on two borders, huh? <clears throat> um, if there is another change of leadership, um, please don't let them forget we're up here. We're, we're so close now. Four weeks and counting, and you're all we... I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to sound disloyal there, if you're even listening. Uh, did I tell you about the tardigrades? 
for spilling secrets, might as well admit we've been keeping the little buggers alive, but off the charts. They're just too cute to kill off, you know? Now they're the size of gerbils. Nessa liked them a lot. She used to let them bumble through the hanging gardens. It's back to Dark Cycle here. Back to night on the really dark side of the moon now. You stand on the surface where you can't see the landing lights, and it's... It's... You forget sometimes that on Earth that space really extends right through the atmosphere. You forget that all that black is really just a hand's breadth away. I, I think that's everything. I'll, I'll keep on monitoring for your message from this end. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. If I fall asleep, uh, there's all sorts of alarms and alerts set up. Um, uh, just send on through. Oh, um, my message to Alexandra. My message to Alexander. You better keep those puppies out of my closet. If I find one cardigan out of place, there will be dire consequences. And keep them out of our bed. I miss that stupid bed. And you. Good night, pumpkin. Moonbase, Theta out. Broadcasting. This is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is December 1st, 2098. The time is 9.45. We are at three weeks until scheduled base shutdown. There has been no response to my two most recent transmissions. The last broadcast received from Earth was November 17th, and that was fragmented and incomplete. The satellite that we use to bounce messages back and forth has appeared on schedule. We are able to ping it. It seems to be sending, but no response on either the standard or backup channels. This would indicate a communications issue of significant duration. And after consulting with security, maintenance, and the current science lead, I'm invoking Article 27, Base Emergency Communications Procedures. As I indicated in last week's broadcast, if you got that, there is one primary function of those procedures. That is the inspection of the microwave towers linking Theta to the nearside moon bases. I've spoken to Michelle regarding use of the rover vehicle, which while there will give a checkup and load for possible repairs. Ashwini is analyzing the latest photo footage to plan a safe route. I will depart three days from now. Of course... All of this could be halted if a message was received. Base operations report. Everything remains within acceptable levels. Helium-3 combined stores are now at 152%, while there's obsessive supervision of mining operations continues apace. Water stores have declined a bit, down to 60%. Reports trace this to increased cycling of the airlocks connected to, um, surface visitation. Power levels are acceptable. We had to cut back a bit inside to keep powering the mining machinery, but they were areas scheduled for decommission anyway. Supplies are adequate on the current schedule. Obviously, we don't know what the situation is on Earth. The rumor mill shuts down, even for Michelle, when everyone on the other end stops talking. There are assumptions being made, and 
arguments regarding how we should react, what can be done if things are the worst, if there are even options beyond proceeding with the last tasks of the shutdown sequence and keeping up hope. For now, that's our status. By next broadcast, too many variables to tell. Personal message to follow. Alexandre Love, hello. The hardest part of whatever is happening down there, what is definitely happening up here, is not knowing about you. I think about you all the time, wandering around the house, working in the garden, wrangling that pack of vicious canines sprawled across my side of the bed. All the life we've built together, everything I want so badly to return to. But that's all the more reason why I have to say what I'm saying now and hope things have fractured enough that the message gets through. Alex, if you hear this, if things are as tenuous as I understand down there, you need to go. I need you to go. Get your things, take the dogs if you can, but leave the city, leave the enclave, run, and don't stop running. When you find people you trust, ask about the nearest freehold and, and head in that direction. Please, love. I'll find my way back to you. If there's any chance at all, I'll find you. But get somewhere safe. I keep looking at that nebula, the one I named after you, when I go up to the surface. I can just barely make it out without instruments. I wish we were headed there this minute, hurtling away from Earth at the speed of light, all our energies and gravitational forces aligned. I wish we were... Go, Alexandre. Go now. I love you. <laughs> Moonbase Theta, out. Okay, broadcasting. The controls are a little off here. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> this is Roger Borgato Fisher, Communications Moonbase Theta. The date is December 8th, 2098. The time is 1452. Please note that for the first time, I am not broadcasting from Moonbase Theta. I departed from there on December 5th on a trip to inspect the microwave towers meant to connect our base with the larger communications network. This network, of course, has not been in operation since May of this year, when the last bases on the near side were still cycling through their shutdown sequence. No explanation was ever given for the network going down. It was blamed on standard system outages and messages rerouted through satellite communications instead. We planned a route for my trip extending from our base to the closest optimal location, Moonbase Delta, on the close side, near the uh, Mare Fecunditatis, the Sea of Fertility, passing by all intermediate towers. 
The bulk of the trip was in negotiating the terrain from our side. There were numerous occasions where the rover slipped on the edge of a crater, uh, and twice when I took a spill and had to rest and effect repairs. I took naps as I could after performing inspections. The towers on our side were relatively undamaged and seemed in working order. Now, to be fair, these also had to be constructed to survive a higher chance of meteorite impact uh, on the near side. This isn't a consideration. But it was here where I found the actual issue. Several microwave towers, after passing the Terminator line, were severely damaged. One actually torn out of the rock and beyond simple repair. So one of the reasons I've lingered here at Base Delta is looking for materials to put that tower back in place. Uh, the damages I found were of a low likelihood to be accidental. See images attached. I have to admit, I was in awe when I came up on the close side base. There's a lot more to see from the outside. Again, surface construction is a lot safer, but uh, even the architecture is more impressive. They They kind of swoop. And they've got fancy, pointy bits that can only be for show. I I guess you pretty them up because they're the only ones visible from Earth. Anyway, the airlock worked. That's the most important part from my point of view. Um, speaking of points of view, in here I've been able to use Delta's equipment to focus in on what's happening planet side. I, I had to wait for you to spin around, of course, but... At least there's still lights on in Rio. That's it's got to be something. Base operations report, Moon Base Delta. I thought while I was here, I should take a look around. Um, naturally, water and power are minimal, as the base had been completely decommissioned. There weren't a lot of supplies worth raiding. They appear to have been meticulous in following their shutdown schedule. However, I thought it was worth checking their storage level, and I... I'm sure you can guess what it is I found there. Stasis pods for all 36 Delta crew members. Still plugged in and awaiting retrieval. I checked the logs. Retrieval was scheduled at the end of their sequence on June 14th, almost six months ago. That's a long time left waiting in the cold. From here, I'm plugged into the computers for the full network. I was able to pull up statistics on the other decommissioned moon bases. Uh, Alpha, 33 personnel, 33 still in stasis, pending retrieval. Beta, 26 personnel, 26 still in stasis, pending retrieval. Gamma, 20 personnel, 19 in stasis, pending retrieval. Uh, one pod shows a critical failure. It didn't close correctly. Epsilon, 31 Crew 31 pending retrieval, Zeta 19, Eta 23. But hey, those pods seem to be working better than we thought. This message will broadcast through the network and should appear in your feed momentarily. I, I'm going to wait for 24 hours in case you have a reply. At that time, I will load up and start the trip back. You'll know where to find me. 
the moon base delta out. Broadcasting. I'm sending this out on every frequency. My name is Roger Brigado Fisher. I'm, I was uh, communications for moon base theta owned by the consortium managed by Rio de Janeiro Enclave, sorry, Rio Sao Paulo, whatever they're calling themselves now, whomever is left to make that call. Um, if you receive this message, please forward to their attention and also to Alexandra Brigado Fisher, wherever they might be found. Alex, please be found. I need to know you're there. All I could think of coming back from the other side, staring through the viewport, obscured by my breath. Walls all the night, through fog smoke white, glimmered the white moonshine. <laughs> I found that in your book of poetry. The most appropriate selection yet? I am the ancient mariner, my eyes so bright, my hands so brown. I didn't repair the communications towers. It seemed superfluous. I did, when I was back on the side, message ahead to tell them what I'd found. By the time I arrived, they'd already made their choice. I found three more active stasis pods, three sets of lights blinking in perfect time. Wilder actually went into stasis first. I can see it in the logs. They pushed too far and the mines and their arm just came apart all at once and they had to take medical. Ashwini and Michelle, I, I don't think they could see any other way. I think, I think they were afraid I'd talk them out of it. I can't, I can't blame them. I literally can't blame them. I don't have the equipment to wake them up and have an argument. The company knew what they were doing, only setting us up for half the process. Sometimes, sometimes I argue with them anyway. I curse, and I shout, and I spit, just in case they can hear. They know what they did, leaving me to watch alone. I can see it on their faces. All fixed on me, their stony eyes, that in the moon did glitter. I still go up to the surface a lot, since coming back. To stare at the stars, or to visit Nessa. I... Remember when I was outraged that they'd left the body there. If anyone deserved a trip home. But now it seems like a better place than most. Molecule by molecule, they'll make their way back to the universe. Piece by piece. That doesn't sound so bad, Alex. The moving moon went up the sky and nowhere did abide. Softly she was going up, and a star or two beside. I think about those messages I wrote for Ashwini, the ones to send out into space, into the black. Every one was a failure. I couldn't figure out what to say or how to say it. I guess they should have sent a poet. What was I supposed to do? Invite them to be pen pals? Put out the welcome mat? Beg them to save us? Maybe I did. Maybe at the last possible minute, just when all hope is lost, a flying saucer will swoop down from the black. It could happen, right? Just like we might still reach down and save the freehold. It could happen. 
when I'm back down below, I stare at the station schematics. Crew quarters, fully decommissioned, powered down. Laboratory areas, fully decommissioned, powered down. Hydroponic gardens, observatory, security offices, fully decommissioned, powered down. And I find my finger hovering over the power controls for the stasis pods. But I can't do that. I can't do that, Alexandre, or the poem really is about me. Alone, alone, all, all alone, alone on a wide, wide sea. And never a saint took pity on my soul in agony. Base operations report. Helium-3 stores are at 198%. Mining operations have ceased. Power usage is at a minimum. Water, food stores are unimportant. Personnel. 41 crew members in stasis awaiting retrieval. One crew member awake. One crew member remaining awake. The shutdown sequence is complete. Personal message. All of this has been a personal message. Every broadcast to anyone who receives this, anyone left out there, particularly if your name is Alex and if you're married to an ancient mariner, I pass like night from land to land. I have strange power of speech. That moment that his face I see, I know the man that must hear me. To him my tale I teach. Live and be well. Whom base theta. Out. You've been listening to Moonbase Theta Out, Remixed, Part 2, Countdown Weeks 10 through 1. Your Rogers were Christy Bolton, Stephen LaFond, and Jazz LaFond as Madi Sarah, Tal Manier, Headley Knights, Bob Raymunda, Emma Brown, Sean Howard, Evan Tess Murray, Lee Shackelford, and A.R. Olivieri. Episodes were written and edited by DJ Silvis and produced by DJ Silvis and Cass McPhee. Visit monkeymanproductions.com slash mto remixed to learn more about this project and to learn about the creative endeavors of all our amazing Rogers. Theme music is UN12 by Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. And as always, keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in The Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. 
With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the Emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. (laughs) We have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, the Valentine Heresy. Available now.